Welcome to Canada's Property Management Podcast, your number one resource for investing, managing, and maximizing the value of your real estate assets. And now, here's your hosts, Carla Brown and Adrian Schultz, Canada's rental property experts. This may be the doomsday episode. The question is, is home ownership dead in Canada? Carla, what do you think? Adrian, I can't do a doomsday episode. I'm not a doomsday person, you know that. So, but okay, let's talk about this. Is home ownership dead in Canada? First of all, our audience needs to understand I believe in home ownership. I come from a, a strong real estate background. And even though I am in property management and I truly believe in, in providing up uh, in the housing uh, rental space, home ownership is something that the majority of Canadians do strive for. It's why people come to Canada. Yes, yes. But we definitely are seeing a lot of things within the the space that are pointing towards where rental housing is going in comparison to home ownership or the real estate market. So some simple stats to kind of start us off, and then we'll kind of see where this one goes from here. We know over 33%, these aren't my stats, okay? These come from Stats Canada and, and government bodies that that tell us these things. Over 33% of Canada currently rents. We know. Bank of Canada released this, I think, last month. One in five houses that are being purchased right now in Canada are being purchased for investment. They're now in the rental pool. There are stats that would blow people's minds on housing affordability and where that has gone in Canada. And that is a doomsday one uh, for sure is that even in the rental space, people are getting into positions where they can't afford housing. They can't afford the 30% of their income go to housing. Super, super sad. So we need to really think about this. We need to think about where inflation is going. The the big one on interest rates, and I'm really curious coming from a mortgage background yourself, where you predict things are going to be going in uh, in that way, because I think we all kind of sit on pins and needles every month when that Bank of Canada rate comes out, right? That we're just not really sure what is going to happen. So let's talk about the interest rate piece, first of all, because home ownership is largely dictated by that. Not just the sale price, obviously, is the number one thing. The number two thing is the interest rate, because are people going to be able to buy now? And if they do buy now, are they going to be able to afford to keep that house if there is a change? Yeah, so, I mean, we are coming off a few years of historically low interest rates. Very low. Yeah. So I think the consumer has gotten used to very unrealistic, unsustainable borrowing costs. Okay. So we're coming out of a pandemic. Inflation is, you know, I I think a a 30 year high rate and rise and interest rates are moving up daily at the moment. Uh, you know, if, if you're buying a new home, it's a little bit of a shocker because not only are house prices at historic highs and, and growing in value, interest rates are also going up. But when you think about it, since we've had historically low interest rates for the last few years, interest rates are actually right now just going back into that three-ish range where they somewhat belong, okay? And some would argue 
that interest rates belong in that 3 to 4% range as it pertains to mortgage financing, okay? The Bank of Canada, on a quarterly basis, will likely continue its quarter point raise on Bank of Canada Prime for the next four quarters, most analysts are expecting. So if over the next four quarters, it goes up a quarter point each time, we're talking about Prime rising up 1%, right? So if you had or if you got a 2% mortgage a year ago, right, and your renewal comes up at a time when Prime is where it's going to be, then your interest rate on your mortgage is going to go to three, three and a quarter percent. That is still less than my parents ever paid on their mortgage interest rate, ever, right? So I think we have to take it into perspective and look at, you know, not just the last 10 years, but 20, 30, 40 year history of interest rates. And you could argue that Canada, from a borrowing perspective, is still one of the most viable places to become a homeowner, okay? Yeah, tell you a story that'll probably, um, it'll blow your mind a little bit. Uh, when um, my husband and I were very young and married, uh, we did not have a down payment for a house. But, I mean, at that point in time, renting a house was like you only rented for as least amount of time as possible, which isn't what we see in Canada now. We see renters at a minimum renting for 12 to 15 years and more, which is super common. But at that point in time, we needed to figure out how we were going to buy a house. We didn't have a down payment. We had no money. We were young and dumb. So assuming mortgages was a thing back then. Very easy to assume mortgages. So we end up somehow landing into this scenario. I think actually we saw it in a newspaper ad, believe it or not, that somebody was looking for somebody to assume their home. They got into themselves into financial trouble. So, and it was a relatively new home. It was like perfect starter home for us. We went out on a Saturday afternoon and looked at it and decided that, yes, we're going to go ahead and as- assume this mortgage because that meant we could get our foot in the door and then work our way into what we were going to do next. The interest rate on that mortgage that we assumed was 12.75. There you go. Yep. <laughs> I was like, and you lived, you like, lived to tell about it. Oh, oh, that blows my... Yeah, exactly. And that is the interesting thing, actually. In real estate, going back to my days in, in the Century 21 office and working on the operations side there, we often talked about this, is that it didn't matter what what the interest rate was, houses still actually were selling. People were buying houses. Um, You just adjust everything in your life. The thing I see now is that getting into home ownership is so difficult for people because we don't have assumable mortgages like I was fortunate enough to have. Rent to own is not super common either, right? And I wish some of these things would start to, to happen because it might actually help people get out of a situation where they're in trouble in home ownership and somebody who wants to get into home ownership, they could. But the reality is, is that somebody trying to save up the money that they need to get into a property right now, house prices the way they are, where interest rates are going, the impact of inflation, the cost, because houses are rising, taxes are rising, right? Like property taxes go hand in hand with the assessment value of the property. 
in, in provinces. So all of these things keep rising, 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 and we're not seeing the same rise in income for people. There's, it's not matching. So one's going up and one's maybe slowly going up. They're not coming together. So renting is becoming more and more mainstream as that is where people need to go, which means we need a good supply of rental housing properties right across Canada at all different price levels and ranges. So investors always say, what type of property is the best to rent? Any type is honestly a good type to rent because there are people in all different kinds of price categories. Whereas years ago, if someone came and bought an executive house, I would right away say, it's going to take us a little bit longer to rent that one um, because we don't have the, the rental pool is not as big there. That's not the case anymore. It doesn't matter what you buy. <laughs> sounds sounds kind of bad for me to say this. I can rent it. <laughs> but it <laughs> There's Carla, like sales, sales mode. It was like a car salesman mode, right? <laughs> hey, I like car salespeople. <laughs> I was going to say that wasn't a diss to them either. That's like traditional of what yeah. you're, what uh, the, the, the persona of what people think. Yeah, from the movies. Um, but it is so true. That yeah. home ownership is definitely being impacted. But I would say if you're an investor out there or you have uh, some extra money to invest, go buy real estate. It is a, a really safe bet for sure. It is. I think that the current economic conditions are ideal for landlords and real estate investors. Okay. But I think it's important to leave people with some hope. And if you think that home ownership is dead in Canada, let me leave you with three reasons of how it might not be. Number one, if you have a family member that owns their home that wants to leave you a living inheritance, there is something called a reverse mortgage, which allows people over the age of 55 to take up to 55% of the equity tax-free out of their home, gift that money to you, they pay no tax on it, and they do not have to make mortgage payments on it. So there is access to equity and capital in the form of living inheritances. Number two, if you're struggling to save for a down payment, consider taking a RRSP catch-up loan to max out your RRSPs. And when the time comes, you can actually use the RRSPs if you're a first-time home buyer as part of or as your down payment on a home. And finally, the way that I got started in the purchasing of real estate, is my first home was actually a duplex where the income on the second unit provided income to service the debt, which allowed me to qualify for more of a mortgage. And that was the beginning of my life as a landlord and realtor. And that is how I ended up in the property management space. So there's just three examples of how home ownership may actually not be dead in Canada. Yeah. One other thing just before we leave, because that, that is really good to leave our listeners with that this is, we don't want this to be doomsday, is that real estate is always moves in a cycle. 
So what we see today is not necessarily what we're going to be seeing in different markets in six months, nine months, and 12 months. Things do move in a circular cycle. And so what we see today will happen again, but things will move because not every province across Canada is feeling the impacts in the same way. This is why it's very important that you do reach out to uh, professionals so that you are able to get some guidance on figuring out where you should be investing if you're investing or where you should be buying or what kind of property you should be buying. You know, talking to a mortgage expert, giving those amazing tips you just did to Adrian so that people understand. There is viable ways of doing this. You need to speak to a professional, bottom line, and try to figure out what's going to be the best move for you not necessarily go assume a, a mortgage at 12.75%. <laughs> but I bet you that home went up in value just as well, right? That's the it, irony. Uh, yeah. the, the irony is, is that it was a, an amazing move for us in the end and where, where it put us. But yes, um, troublesome for uh, some people to think about when I think back to it. But That's real life and real property management. Thanks for listening to Canada's Property Management Podcast. If you like this episode, please subscribe and give us a rating, which will help us reach more listeners. Until next time, connect with us on social media and online at realpm.ca. Today's episode is brought to you by Century 21 Canada, the gold standard in real estate. Explore listings, find an agent, and get advice at www.c21.ca.